Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Happy Friday, everyone. Great to have you with us. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. And Brewers Outlet, as always, open. Stock up for the weekend now. Looks like the weather's going to be pretty good this weekend. And... We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And right now, under the current conditions, visit sunburymotors.com. You'll get a chance when you go there to see the entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. be a great opportunity for you to shop, select, and then you can purchase it Online, right from the comfort of your home. Sunbury Motors at sunburymotors.com. Another fun one coming up today, including Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports in what has been anything but a quiet week for the NCAA. We talked about Dennis, about all of that and more coming up at the bottom of the hour. The King will join us today at 4.06, and then Steve Keener will join us from Little League Baseball at 4.35 today. Um, Mark Stevens is with us to start out today, or we have Matt to start out today? I am here, Steve. Yeah, Mark, great to have you with us, my friend. I'll take my mask off so you can hear clearer. <laughs> well, it's okay. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Um, I always like going to those little league games. I uh, enjoy sitting on the hill. Hate to see that happen, but not you, as- know, you know what? You know, Mark. I mean, they're they're really almost in a in a no win situation with this. I mean, oh, you're yeah. looking. You know, right now, nobody's playing, so let's start with that. But number two, when you're an international event, which is what Little League Baseball is, well, right now the Canadian border is closed. The Mexican border is closed. No flights are allowed in from Europe. No flights are allowed in from Asia. So right now, <laughs> you, don't, you don't really have a lot of options with this. Uh, and we'll talk to Steve about that. But I think what we'll find out is that if things go well enough and you want to keep your own little your own local little league and play a few games you know if you're allowed to at some point they won't stand in the way of that but I want to ask him specifically about that just to make sure as I know for example my grandson's little league is postponed they are not canceled 
a little difference between the two. Uh, then there's the the NFL, and there was a, there was a report that if college football weren't to go this year, the NFL would play some games on Saturdays. Like guys, just like just pump the brakes here for a second, will you? Then former five-star recruit Brian Bowen, who is not quite the basketball player he thinks he is, but he is better than obviously average. He certainly has created a lot of trouble with his recruitment over the years with Adidas. And Adidas has now filed a suit against Bowen's dad and two others. They claim that Bowen Sr., former Adidas consultant T.J. Gasnola, and financial planner Manush Sood were made in the sneakers company's answer to an amended complaint by Brian Bowen II, who alleges Adidas and others derailed his career by causing the NCAA to rule him ineligible. How many years were you going to stay at Louisville? September 2017, Louisville officials ruled that Bowen from Saginaw, Michigan, ineligible after an NCAA investigation uncovered that an Adidas employee others conspired to pay his father $100,000 to have him sign with Louisville. Bowen then transferred to South Carolina. And the NCAA ruled him ineligible for the 18-19 season as well. Bowen never played a game in college. Okay, which is 32 fewer than he was going to play anyway. And turned out he wasn't selected in the 2019 NBA draft. He is now on a two-way contract with the Indiana Pacers. He actually did play five games with the Pacers this season. What a mess. But this is what happens. His career is derailed in part because he wasn't playing, so that's part of it. But his career is also derailed in part in that he's one of those guys that could be a really terrific high school player, might be a terrific college player, but as a pro player, he might not be good enough. Believe me, if the Indiana Pacers thought he was good, be good, good enough, he'd be playing for the Indiana Pacers, not just five games. That happens. So, you know, look at Josh Reeves. Josh Reeves played four years at Penn State. Like Bowen, he's on a two-way contract. Like Bowen, he's played in the NBA, except he's played with the Mavericks. And guess what? Reeves is maximizing. First of all, let's start with this. Reeves has been maximizing his life. Bowen hasn't. Reeves got his degree from Penn State. Reeves is on the same two-way contract Bowen is. Reeves is actually getting the most out of his career. The big difference. I've never seen him play. I have no idea how good he is. The Michael Jordan documentary, you know what really cracks me up about it? There's two things. Number one, 
So far in the Michael Jordan documentary, I have learned nothing. Everything that's been in that documentary, you know, I, it, you know, obviously, I've been around a few years, Mark, as you know. <laughs> oh, I might uh, have you beat. Yeah, I'm just saying, though. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I, there's nothing in this so far that I didn't know. So far, it doesn't mean at some point there will be something here. Go, whoa! I never knew that. I knew about the Vegas trip. I knew about the about the Pippin situation. You know, I know that you know about Jerry Krause, and you know about I mean everything. So I mean, so far this is it's all been a you know a very well played out, well put together documentary about stuff that for the vast majority of it I already knew. Yet, because it's out there, it's generating news. You know, how how the Pistons were and the Pistons walking off the floor. I was watching the game. I saw them do it. Believe me, I watched how the Pistons played all those years. I mean, come on. Think who we had on this week, but I said, I said, do you think that? I said, let's face it, the Pistons, if they in today's game, oh, it was Dieter Kurtenbach. In today's game, do you think the Pistons would have won an NBA title in the last dozen years with the way the game is played now, where the key is uh, is flow, passing, and shooting, where touch fouls, you know, I mean flagrant fouls and everything like that. They're trying to legislate that out of the game. I mean, do you think the Pistons would have won a title in the last dozen years in today's NBA at their peak? No way. Absolutely not. But But the way the news stories come out about this whole thing has almost been comical to me, like like the Bulls are playing out from 1991 to 1998, like it's in real time. This is a documentary. It means it already happened. Very interesting. Next, when it comes to college sports. When it comes to college sports. It's going to be very interesting to see. um, What's going to happen with compliance departments. I think that they've got a very difficult job on their hands when it comes to name, image, and likeness. And what does fair market value mean? That's right there in the proposal. What does fair market value mean? Is what's fair market value for doing an ad in State College, Pennsylvania versus doing an ad in Los Angeles? What's fair market value? 
what is fair market value to do a there are some singular let's just take car dealerships there are single entity car dealerships where that's the dealership and there then there are some that have dealerships all over a region or a state what's fair market value for each i don't know no clue what is fair market value for let's see Kroger grocery stores in Ohio they're all over the they're all over the state what's the fair market value for that now I think what will happen with this is that you'll get a lot of student athletes and in a wide variety of sports doing autograph sessions, meet and greets, things like that. I think that's going to happen and that will be that will happen all over the place for a lot of sports. Wrestling, women's soccer, you know, the a local entity wants to wants to bring down four or five women's soccer players in a meet and greet, sign autographs, bring uh, recognition to the business, whatever business it may be, and they get paid for it. Okay, meet, greet, sign autographs, things like that. You're, you'll see plenty of those. I think that you'll see, as I pointed out yesterday, what you're going to see is certain areas of the country where you are the show. Now, look, in this state, in the central part of the state, Penn State's the show. There's no getting around it. But in the state, the state does have the Eagles. It has the Steelers. It has the Penguins, the Flyers, the Sixers, the Pirates, the you know the Phillies. It's got all that. I kind of want to leave Bucknell out of it, but this is kind of a, no offense, we're, we're kind of talking about uh, Power Five and, uh, and, and pro sports here at this point. Uh, doesn't mean Bucknell can't have student athletes, especially on the basketball team, maybe have an opportunity to do things. But now let's look at Alabama and Auburn. Okay, there are no pro sports entities there. All right, let's look at South. Let's look at Clemson. Clemson has South Carolina to compete with. They're relatively close to Charlotte, which is where the Panthers are and where the Hornets are, but in the state of South Carolina, Clemson is a huge deal. And then there's Ohio State. Yes, Ohio has the Browns, the Cavaliers, the Indians, the Reds, the Bengals. Yeah, you do have pro sports entities in the state, but Columbus is the biggest city in the state population-wise, and Ohio State, in a lot of ways, dominates that state. The Indians do really well in that state, especially in the northern part of the state. But that one I find interesting. That one I find interesting. You know, people say, look at USC. Ah, USC, no. Who, who do you want in Los Angeles? You want LeBron? You want Paul George? You want Kawhi Leonard? 
You want Doherty from the uh, L.A. Kings? Do you want... I mean, you can get anybody. You want Clayton Kershaw? You want Mookie Betts? You know, Mike Trout? Who do you want? I haven't even gotten around to USC football yet. And that's because their names are so far down the list, it's ridiculous. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, best selection to beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day in the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Go to sunburymotors.com now. Check out the great product lines. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the Beverly Supermarket. They've been open. Stock up for the weekend. Imports Domestics Microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers. Water. Soft drinks. Snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day in the pickle bar. Led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. Although Buner does seem to like the garlic. And, of course, we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Time now to go to sunburymotors.com. Here's your chance to see the entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Great selections there. Well, you know what? Look at it. Select the vehicle that's perfect for you. And guess what? You can purchase it online right from the comfort of your own home. That's at sunburymotors.com. King in the next half hour. Final half hour, Stephen Keener from Little League Baseball. Now let's uh, bring in Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. Dennis, welcome. Great to have you with us. Hope you and yours are safe. Great to 
be with you guys. How are you? I'm doing well, and hope you're well, and hope everybody that yeah. uh, surrounds you is well. That's that's the most yeah, important part. I'm in, I told your producer I'm in Kansas, and it's uh, you know it's not terrible, but um, we have, still have shelter in place, and uh, nothing is open except for the essentials. So try to get past it. Yeah, try to get past it is right. So let's see how everybody does get past this. It has not been exactly a uh, uh, week short on news. Uh, so, no. uh, so let's start with name, image, and likeness, which you have followed so closely. It's 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 interesting how they how it's it's put together. And I thought the single most interesting note I saw was that we will actually know the amounts the athletes are getting. Yeah, I mean they're going to be transparent in that. I mean those contracts, the way I read it, those contracts and agreements are going to be out there for everybody to see. Um, unless transparent means only the colleges can see them, I don't, you know, I don't know, um, and the athletes. But yeah, I mean, look, it's they tell us that there's going to be no cap on these things uh, on what they can earn. I've thought about this for a couple of days. I think this distills down to a couple of points. The NCA needs a, an antitrust exemption from Congress because they still haven't answered the question of recruiting. How do you get, how, they call them guardrails. How do you get the guardrails around recruiting? Right. I think one way you do it, and they mentioned it a little bit, is this clearinghouse that every contract, every agreement comes through this NCA clearinghouse and they vet it. Okay. Um, you know, if they try, you know, why is this guy denied? Why is this girl approved? Then you're starting to get there where they're, they're starting to limit income again. And that's why we're here in the first place. You know, they lost O'Bannon. They lost, they're fighting Alston. Uh, all, you know, these lawsuits, they've been convi- convicted, found guilty twice of antitrust violations. So they need the exemption from Congress so they can set up the clearinghouse so when they make a decision on who gets what, uh, it's not perceived as capping income. So they're protected by Congress. I think that's what this comes down to. They also say that uh, they want to put, uh, uh, they want to make sure that you're getting fair market value. In other words, the bo- right. the booster that wants to say give you two hundred thousand, but really it's five thousand would be fair market value. But isn't the fair market value different in Los Angeles than it is in Clemson, South Carolina? Yeah, it it is, and they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. They're saying in one sense. Oh, it's going to be uncapped, whatever they can earn. And then this fair market value, which is a very very vague term. What is fair market value? And who's going to decide that? See, again, that's why I think they need this antitrust exemption. So they can say, okay, um, Trevor Lawrence, you're getting a $500,000 deal from Instagram. We're going to compare that to the five biggest deals Instagram has and see if this is fair. You know what I'm talking about? And I think they can only do that with protection from Congress. If they make that decision on their own, and you're capped income, and they can't get anywhere close to that because they're boxed into a corner by this because of these 30 states that either have laws or are going to have laws for NIL. And I think Florida, I think if that gets signed, it would start in July 1st next year, right? That's the soft deadline for this to get done. They keep saying... Uh, you know, the convention next year in January, they have until Jan- July 1st, 2021. That's the first state law that would be implemented. 
And the significance of that is a vast majority of these laws that are either proposed or in place are far more liberal than what you saw proposed by that NCAA working group on Tuesday. Give those those athletes all kinds of rights. So they can't afford to fight these in a turf war, skirmish by skirmish, state by state. So they have to get something done by then. Who would do approval on agents and financial advisors? I think that's a little easier, actually. Um, look, there's a federal law regarding agents. There's state regu- uh, state laws regarding agents. A lot of them haven't been enforced. Uh, Alabama and Oregon have two of the strictest agent uh, registration and regulation laws. And, and this, this sort of thing is going to invite all kinds of agents into this space. Marketing advisors, um, financial advisors, marketing agents, straight-up agents, and they're going to be allowed to have them. But I think that's less of a problem than that other stuff I mentioned. Hey, okay, are you are you registered with the state? Because that's what has to happen first. Um, are you going to have the agents? Yeah, but you have them now. Um, I think this puts a level of, right. of the, you know, regulation on it. Well, the one area where people are not exactly happy is that. <laughs> This doesn't include the NCAA EA sports game. <laughs> oh gosh, I, you know that would have. Had they had they passed, had they had given the group life thing on Tuesday, that would have been the headline. You know, the game is coming back, NCAA football coming back, but they they were really weak need on this one. They again down in the weeds, but they figured that any. Uh, group licensing deal that the players can do looks like employee-employer relationship, and they don't want to get near that. I think there's a way they can do it. You just give give the players group licensing. They they do a license with a third party who negotiates with EA Sports. Good. We're selling you uh, the names on the back of our jerseys for X amount of money. Great. Yeah. The, the, the schools and NCA sell their trademarks the game for X amount of money. The two don't even have to meet each other in the negotiation. Players get their money, schools and NCAA get their money. We've got our game. I don't. I don't get it. Well, you and I both know the vast majority of players like, oh, I mean, they, oh, wait, I got a, a few dollars for it. They're actually more thrilled they're in the game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, I, I think that in and of itself wouldn't be a, a windfall by any means. Right. Um, yeah, no, so, yeah, you're right. I think that just to be able to play it again, and especially identified. I mean, we know who the players are <laughs> in the old game. We know who they are. But to have you know, Tim Tebow's name on it's really him. You know, that would be so cool. <laughs> Yeah, and that you know, that's what the fans want. And the players are like, I'm number 64. I'm the left guard. That's me. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God, it would be huge. I know. There's Kerry Collins. There's Enos. You know, that would be unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I want uh, There's also was uh, news on one-time transfers, and for the moment, the recruiting rules will remain in place. Is this just not the, the, the timing with everything going on? Is that part of this, Dennis? Yeah, I I think it's going to happen. It's here's a you know again with the the intricacies of the NCAA. This would have been a tweak to the current transfer rule. Right. In other words, it it was the transfer waiver legislation. It would have said, hey, you can have a one-time transfer rule if you do X. Um, no new legislation. The board of governors thought it was a little bit more complicated than that. So it's going to go through the formal legislative process, which means uh, convention in January, discussion, formal 
legislation next April, then probably implementation in twenty in the twenty one twenty school year. I, I do think it's coming. It just needs some more discussion because everybody's freaking out over it. You know, you've seen the reactions, free agency and all this stuff, and it's that it's not anything close to that. I think it'll go a uh, group of five schools had petitioned the NCAA to say, hey, look, the, the 15,000 average per game, and then the big part to them was we have to have 16 sports to remain bowl eligible. And they've been told, no, 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 no. You're, you're going to have to keep at least 16. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought it was – actually, I thought it was very forward-thinking because I think yeah. if this thing goes on long enough – I think that's exactly what's going to have to happen to preserve some of these budgets. I thought the group of five was was just thinking forward, and, it, and it's in their best interest because those schools are going to be impacted and are impacted the most by this downturn and by the virus and the budget shortfall. I, I really think that at the end of this, there'll be schools that, if not give up football, are just so devastated by um by the budget shortfalls, they make to athletic at the lower end of FBS. So anything to cut money, anything to cut money, because they sure as heck aren't going to cut into football. None of these schools. You mm. see, you see them taking salary cuts. That's a little bit different than cutting sports. Which then, which then brings me to this: there's already a chasm. There's there's a chasm among Power Five between SEC and Big Ten, and the Power Five. How much of a chasm yeah. does this now, would this potentially put between Power Five and Group of Five? Well, it's already there um, financially, physically, um, money earning wise. It, it, it's all there. Um, you know, you keep hearing more and more and more drumbeats about the Power Five breaking away. Here's some mini schools. You know, they're already giving, I think it's 20% of the CFP money to, F, uh, to the Group of Five. And it's like, for what? They don't contribute to this enterprise. And I'm not making their case for them. I'm right. not telling you what their mindset exactly. is. Exactly. Uh, and so with or without uh, the virus and its impact, this was going to be a talking point in the future. With the coronavirus, the budget shortfall maybe exacerbate that. Um, and if there's no, you know, God forbid, if there's no football, I think what comes out at all, I think what comes out of that is why do we need the NCAA at all? You know, we can go off and form our own basketball tournament. You know, we can do that. Take 100 schools, take the top 100 schools that are committed to football and go do your own thing. Because, you know, look look what's happened here. So, that's something to watch. Uh, you wrote a story about the Mountain West uh, trying to stay out in front, looking for solutions through all this. Um the SEC is in 11 states. The Big Ten is in 11 states. Uh, I think the SEC has said, hey, look, I don't know if we need everybody going forward, but yeah. obviously I'd like to. What kind of statement was that going forward? That was the biggest headline of the week. Um, when when the, the commissioner of the SEC, which is the most powerful conference, we know that, says, the question is, does everybody have to start together and on time? And he, his answer was, I'm not so sure they do. That's code for we're going to go play football. The rest of y'all can go fish. You know, he's saying right. it without saying it because right. they have the most expensive and lucrative enterprise. That to me says they could go play conference games only, uh, play that you're not whatever it is, eight games you play, um, get your money from that because at the end of the day, these stakeholders in college athletics are desperate for that TV revenue. 
go play that and let everybody else figure it out. National championship, great. We are. We're the only ones playing. And there's the other part. I know you've been checking on which schools have said, hey, we're going to open up. Now, obviously, there's some that's, you know, they they want to say now whether they they want to in the fall because they're trying to get enrollment going, obviously. Uh, Iowa, though, is one that says, uh, we're opening up June 1st, and guess what? All our athletic teams can come back June 1st. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and then then the president who said that like clarified his statement. Somebody, or what, somebody from his office said, "Well, it means if the coronavirus, is, you know, abates at the same pace." No, he said that yesterday. Yes, he goes, "We're coming back June first to practice, and here we go." That was his statement. There were no qualifiers. Iowa's coming back. Now, to me, that's the first school that I know of that's going to be, you know, on the field or working out or whatever it is they do on June first. Um, there's no qualification about it. He also said that um, the, the Big Ten has kind of decided their teams need six to eight weeks to get ready. Well, that would push, you know, the drop-dead date for an on-time start to the eight weeks would be, what, July 1st? Uh, uh, July 1st. Eight, eight, July weeks, 1st. eight weeks, July, like the season opens September 5th for Penn State. So Yeah, right July there. 1st. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's something to look at, too. Yeah. I, I should uh, Let me add this, though. Let me add this. I did a story last week where the, basically the upshot was the NCAA stakeholders have decided among themselves, it, if, it, if it comes to this, they will start from scratch, fall camp, August 1st. Incorporated within that is two-a-days. They banned two-a-days in 2017. And now they're rationalizing bringing back two-a-days to get started on time. Yeah. Uh, the only qualifier I would make on two days would be this. If if somebody said to me this to me, all right, we'll allow you to do walkthroughs. All yeah, right. and that's that's been yeah that's been talked about a full practice, and then the second practice is is uh, is a walkthrough. Yeah, is shorts and helmets. Yeah. You know uh, what though? I I can guarantee you right. There's a reason they build those. Uh, those tarps over the fences around the practice field. You know where I'm going with this. You know where I'm going. I guarantee you that, I know where you're that going. will be abused. I guarantee you that would be abused by some of these coaches trying to get, you know, they call it install. You know, yeah. it's not just practice. It's install. You know, yeah. you're, Michigan's practicing for Ohio State in August. Let's be honest. <laughs> Auburn, Alabama, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how important, you know, look, I think we're, this is such interesting times. I've always been a one step at a time guy. That's always been my deal. So in the one step at a time, how important is this month of May? Uh, well, um, you know, I think it's important because we need to get testing widespread. We need to get, uh, yeah. uh, you know, trace, what, what is it called? Uh, uh, tra- uh, this. Count tracing. I tracing. Yeah, tracing. Tracing, yeah. Uh, that's going we need the curve to decline we need the the deaths and positives to decline and the positives aren't going to go down if you're doing widespread testing but that's the way you separate people and get this thing beat so i think that's the biggest thing here we're not going to see anything football wise i mean look look at what we just talked about you know we talked about the sec commissioner the iowa president it's going to be that kind of stuff moving forward yeah yeah, and uh, here in Center County, where Penn State is, uh, it is uh, no additional cases today. Still at ninety six. Yeah. So. Yeah, here you guys are doing well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah hanging in there. Hey, 
Uh, yeah. It's always great to talk to you. You know that. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather do it in yeah. person, but that's still great. And then we all would. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. stay safe in Kansas. That's it's. Uh, uh, sounds like you only went for a little walk as you talk to us. So that's great. Absolutely. Hey, yeah, it's too nice here. Hey, Dennis. Thanks so much. Please take care. I'll talk soon. Okay. All right. You bet. Thanks. Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports. King next half hour, Steve Keener final half hour. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket on News Radio 1070, WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet Reagan Street Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And don't forget, go to sunburymotors.com. You can see the entire line of Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. You can select your perfect vehicle. And you can purchase it online right from the comfort of your own home, all at sunburymotors.com. King in the next half hour with some trivia. Steve Keener, Little League Baseball, final half hour today. Great to have you with us on the uh, show. Great to have Dennis Dodd on the show today, too. By the way, you've heard about the NBA possibly thinking about going to uh, Why World of Sports in Orlando. And I've done three games in that arena. It's fine. That'd be good enough, especially the way it's laid out. The Premier League maybe play behind closed doors at national venues as long as they say they can return safely. They had a video conference with all 20 Premier League clubs today. And they say they want to keep going if possible. A decisive vote is set for May 8th, a week from today.